It's time for another Frito Nation Community Spotlight. We thank you for taking the time to download and subscribe to the podcast that keeps you up to date on community events and introduces you to the people and organizations that are working hard to keep your community great. Hey, it's Frito, and I just want to thank the Allen Fairview Chamber of Commerce for allowing me to be the sponsor and bring you the first responder of the month um, for the city of Allen and the town of Fairview. And this month, um, one of the winners was Nicole Frazier. Nicole Frazier works for the Allen Police Department. She she works with victims of crime, especially crimes against people. And we have had the opportunity to meet Nicole and Lori Roberts of Grateful Gratitude, Lolo and Lexi, caught up with Nicole Frazier and brought her into my studio and just had a great talk with her and we learned a whole lot about what she is trying to do and what kind of help she needs from the community. So here's Lolo and Nicole Frazier. I want to introduce Nicole Frazier. She is the victim advocate for the city of Allen and I have to always ask her that because I I scramble that all up. So (laughs) Anyhow, I met Nicole last week, and she actually has decided that she's going to let Grateful Gratitude anchor some of her victims to the Gratitude Heart. And so I wanted to bring Nicole in and talk about some things that she needs. Thank you, Lori. I appreciate it. I am the Crime Victim Advocate with the Allen Police Department, and I work with victims of crime, usually the crime against their person, which is any type of assault or violent crime. And I offer them resources, crisis counseling, legal aid referrals. I help them with crime victims compensation applications and just try to get them in a stable situation that, that to get them through to the next phase. So this is obviously a passion of yours. How did you get into it? Uh, well, it, it's, it's kind of different. I was a Dallas police officer back in the early 90s. And it made me sad that we we would go on a call, we would arrest the bad guy, and then I never knew what happened to the victim. We would leave the victim, it's too busy, it's too large of a city to actually go and follow up. So I knew that victim services was my calling, and when I left the department, I went and worked at Tarrant County uh, Adult Probation and worked with victims of in a different way we we did restitution and follow up with victims if there was a you know an offense with a victim we would follow up with them and then years later that led me to the Allen Police Department and I'm the first advocate that they had so wow amazing yeah so it's quite a story um I also wanted to bring Nicole in because there are some resources that sometimes she needs help with, and so I wanted her to kind of talk about those gaps and things that we all can do to help her. Yes, unfortunately, there's a lot of gaps that we don't think about. We, you know, when we're dealing with a victim, let's say of abuse, we we think well, we need to get them into shelters, we need to get them some financial stability, but there's some other things that we don't think about that they need. Um, attorneys for either if they want to file for a divorce or if they want to get a protective order Um, resources are limited for those we have legal aid of North Texas of course but sometimes the victim won't qualify because of their income and sometimes they just they just can't get services from there so attorneys is a big big thing 
simple things that we don't think about in situations like if the victim has to move there's no resources for them as far as moving companies moving boxes people that will help them move to a different location to keep them safe sometimes we have to change locks so we we need locksmiths to change locks changing locks i have found out in the Mm -hmm. past is very expensive and uh, victims need to be spending those funds that they have albeit limited on food and child care and things that that they need for their family child care is another um, huge amount of money that that we lack resources in the victim may not have may have been a stay-at-home mom when the offender gets taken out of the home and now she has to return to work but she hasn't worked in so long, she's not going to get a high-paying job, and how is she going to pay child care if her children are not of school age? So it's things like that that I think that to the common person, it just seems like a simple fix. We take the victim out of the, the situation, they go to a shelter, and everything's okay, and the bad guy gets to, to be in jail, but it's it's not law and order. It, it doesn't work that way. There's other dynamics in the situation. There's children involved. There's finances involved. There's things that, that we don't see behind the scenes that, that are really impactful in the situation. Okay, so, so what's a good day for you? <laughs> you know, you, under, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying. Yes, yeah. sir. You get to see some real bad situations. Yeah. So what's a good day for you? I think a good day are is days like today when I, I get to sit and talk to Lori and t- talk to the, ch- the chamber and, and get the, the message out there that we do need help. And, and I know that there's help out there. We just, I think sometimes when we don't know what's needed, it, it's hard to help. I mean, how is she to know what I needed if I don't come out and tell her? Um, I just, a good day is is that and when I can get a victim to leave a situation and be confident in herself and have her stay away from that situation and get her all the resources that, that she needs. That's awesome. And I think sometimes, too, we don't think of things like, hey, you know, I am a locksmith and if they need a lock opened or changed or whatever... Right. I could do that once a month or, you know, how it, I'm sure it's not a daily occurrence right, or, right. you know, just different things like that. I know that um, Nicole's got a great event coming up that actually um, she's putting together all these resources in one building. So these clients of hers can come, but also they're doing, you know, free haircuts, free makeovers, um, things like that. And you know what, if you're a hairdresser, maybe you could offer to do 10 haircuts once a month or once a quarter. Those are the things that you do in your day-to-day life that really may impact a woman or a victim that that we're already doing. I hope that people watching this on YouTube or on your Facebook page or listening to the podcast are doing what I'm doing. I'm sitting here thinking as you're talking, Okay, what kind of things can I offer? What can I do? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the impact that just, I think a lot of people, like you said, don't realize that this is a need. Right. right. Once right. they realize this is a need, hopefully you're listening to us thinking, okay, what can I do? How can I help? Well, I think the other thing is don't think you have to do miraculous things. Right. You know, just reaching exactly. out to Nicole and say, listen, I just want to give heart. I mean, that's what I do. And, and it's something that people have come up and said, you know what? I want to sponsor those hearts or I want to do that too. 
just get creative in your mind and and know that it's one small step. It doesn't have to be a, a giant leap to help her. And we, we talk about it all the time and grateful gratitude. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much to be grateful for. Yep. And when you look at people that are in these situations or are less fortunate or just stroke of luck being in these bad situations, you know, help them out. Well, and know too that it's just a season you're going to go through and it's going to get better. You know, keep your chin up and know, know that God loves you. Know that everything's going to work out great. But let's all think of how we can help out. Thanks for listening and thanks for caring about your community.